0: G'day party people, this is your one and only source into the shenanigans of a couple of Sheilas. I'm your host Emma Henrahan and along with my trailblazing guests, we'll be sharing all of our juicy stories, our biggest secrets, the what not to do's, the lessons we've learnt or the mistakes and too many times we've been baked. Stay tuned, you're listening to Sheilas and Shenanigans. Oh my goodness, it has been such a lovely evening already and I am so excited to welcome you all to this divine space we have created and by we, I mean Susan here and wow, it has just been so wild. Not only has this beautiful woman already gifted me with a kundalini activation, which yes, involves a full body orgasm and being able to gift this to yourself Ever since I did this, this is just two weeks ago, my life has changed so dramatically. I am able to, for the first time in my life, really and truly feel pleasure, which I had so many limitations around, and I've never felt so empowered. So when she arrived, we decided to bless my new space, which I was really struggling to feel embodied with, and I was like disassociated from and now I've just had a full-blown kundalini activation and welcomed in my new home in a way that I can't even express, so much gratitude. And I'm just so excited to be here. I'm feeling so pleasurable, so in my body, so excited. I could scream. And I'm just so excited to, without further ado, introduce to you the Kundalini Priestess and someone I'm so forever grateful for. Thank you so much. Welcome, Susan. Thank you, sister. Oh, yeah, this
1: space is activated now. We just activated and consecrated this temple abode thank you so much for having me here oh I feel so yeah just blissed out right now honey I am blissed out with you
0: (laughs) oh my god I am like I have no words but I'm going to have to string them together for this podcast (laughs) but hopefully we can explain what has happened but there's no words because it's such a physical as you said transmission even when we went to the workshop and now it's just next level. I'm like I went to the bathroom and I was like imagine if my 15-year-old self knew this. Like imagine, I'd be unfuckwithable. <laughs> like it's I'm so embodied and so in my power and I would desire myself so much. Even saying those words is like so next level. And that I'm just like I don't I feel like I don't need anyone. I'm just life is flowing. I believe anything is possible. Mm. Like and that's what's been happening since I've been activated.
1: Yeah, that is, that is your essence, honey, as a woman with a shakti, beautiful shakti embodied womb. You know, like that's, that is really our essence as women. We have this life force that flows through us, that connects us to divine. And it lies within us and it can open us up and make us the most magnetic being we can be. But it does mean letting go of the mind. It does require us to let go of the mind, let go of our conditionings, and to welcome something that's beyond us to take over and to show us the way, not even show us the way, but allow us to welcome in more within our lives and allow things to just align without having to push or or um, force so much, which which to me is the old paradigm of the masculine. So for us to come back home requires, it's more of the Im- embodiment, the welcoming, the allowing what's already in us to flourish
0: simply being like and just being enough as you are and then more than enough like absolutely desirable just as you are and we're so far from that in society like achievements make us feel empowered and we're learnt to like climb the ladder and all of it feels like toxic masculinity but like with you as you said before you're like we literally birth children yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we're so much more than
1: enough <laughs> yeah the feminine in her essence is we're super magnetic and we're meant to be served and and often when when we are are uh, when we are in our pleasure and we are in this space of i call it the, the temple the temple space we are a walking temple but we need to embody the frequency of the temple which is the frequency of allowing? It's a it's a frequency of pleasure. It's the frequency of being turned on, mm. and being sexual. Not not just for the intention and for the purpose of having sex and po procre- and co- procreating, but it's 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 also a way of being. It's a it's a way of of walking, of of talking, of creating. And when we create and live from that space, it's very magnetic. There's a power to it. And it's meant to serve us because we serve the world so much. Just by being feminine, we are portals of love. We are portals of the divine. We are portals for children. Oh. We are portals oh. for community. We are portals for healing. So I'm all about woman being woman. And oh. yeah, coming <laughs> home. And I feel like that's what I've witnessed in you on your journey: is You're coming home to your essence and you let go of, of the constructs, the conditionings or what you were taught and and how you have been used to doing things or conditioned in in, into being um, and releasing the shame the shame around centrality the shame around pleasure Mm. pleasure is our birthright. Mm. it's our power and anything that shuts that down is trying to shut down our power Mm -hmm. so we need to be strong and steadfast and stay connected within these containers of sisterhood within um you know, nourishing the relationships with women and men that don't bring us shame, but rather encourage us to rise in, in all that we are as women. So yeah, it's worth it. Like I, I, being here with you, it's, I feel really happy turned on. My body is buzzing because I'm with another sister that sees me, that gets me. And so my Kundalini is just like naturally in flow. And I hope that you get to be naturally in flow around me as well. And we get to be each other's permission slip. Mm. and stay in that in that field of of pleasure and and embodiment together so we do need sisterhood and it's it's such a gift to be um to be in in these in these connections oh my
0: (laughs) god all of it yes yes fuck yes (laughs) (laughs) so much yes oh my god oh there's so much to that and yeah you've seen me in my most vulnerable and you given you have given the permission slip for that And that was the first really iconic moment that I've witnessed really in my life. But when we were at your workshop and you were just laid down and you got into the activation and you shared that with us and you were so vulnerable and it was the biggest permission slip to then go and have our own journeys, which you held space for, but you showed us the way. You led the way. And that was so powerful. I remember my body during that moment. It was like this, like, is this fucking happening? Like, this <laughs> happening in Fragley Hall at Burley? Like, not a chair. <laughs> like, this is, watch, this is, like, witchy, wonderful, extreme shit that if we all had this, like, I can't imagine, there'd be, like, no toxic masculinity left in the world because you wouldn't even put up with that shit. You'd be no. like, fuck off. Like, can you imagine so many women were empowered in this way? And the biggest thing for me and what you touched on was, like, releasing the conditional shame that we have around pleasure like i guess even now compared to back in the day like my day back in the day i'm fucking born in 92 10 30 (laughs) so old but like 15 years old for example like now they have people who they look up to that are normalizing self-pleasure that wasn't even spoken about like i don't remember Mm. the first time i self-pleasure was way after like probably 18 Like and even then it was probably with another person. Yeah, it wasn't on my own. And even recently, I definitely have been working on physically trying to feel pleasure and being like and working through and being like i fully i told you this i think the thing like i have to fully give myself permission like talk to myself and be like you you're worthy of receiving pleasure like and it, even then until the activation it wasn't working like i was kind of just throwing words at myself being like come on embody this and it, but it would help it would definitely help but it wasn't like fully it and then now in every single area of my life, I just can finally feel pleasure. And it doesn't mean I haven't (laughs) had hectic lows since then because with the highs have come like that, you know, I worked through that old thing and shed it. But, oh, my God, it's been so empowering. And I can't imagine, like, how many people, you know, we obviously feel higher emotions and, like, we can feel love and joy. But pleasure is a whole nother feeling. And I think that is really what the world is cut off to.
1: Yeah, we've come a long way it is we have definitely come such a long way and i it's 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 crazy i <laughs> i sometimes forget how um, because i'm you know we're in the gold coast we're in australia and there's this there's this ability here for women to actually live the the own the compl- they, we can create our own reality and i think the reason why i'm sharing this is because we we can if it's possible for me, it's possible for any woman.
0: Mm.
1: I've created a life for myself from my kundalini, where I'm just sur- I'm surrounded by women and men that fully support this this way of being and and this and this energy. There's no um, shame around it, mm. and and just being able to actually bring it into partnerships and bring it into business and bring it into play and, and sisterhood, like what we just did there together. Oh, um, sorry for so crazy. It's just like we just dropped into a temple space and mm. there was no there was no separation between us. I felt no separation from you. Oh. And um and if we were to to actually go about life in this way where our hearts are so open, where our body and our electromagnetic field is actually radiating at its full optimum capacity we would be living heaven on earth. It mm. is a frequency. It, it, it is a way of, of carrying ourselves and experiencing life and it's through the lens of embodiment. The, it's, I call it, er, some people might call it eros um, and you might hear it a lot in, in the field of, of pleasure and sacred sexuality but it is this primal ancient life force that is always within us but it takes the willingness to let go of the mind and to drop into the sex, and it can happen in an instant. It's just the permission, giving ourselves permission every day to choose to live from that from that place of deeper, deeper sexual embodiment. Um, yeah, it's it is powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. And like when you when when you say when you're in it, it's it's almost you question, what do you need? Do you need anything? You don't really need anything outside of you anymore. Do you need to chase? Do you need to get any more validation or, or any more? Um, yeah, it's it's all – there's this deep sense of satisfaction, right? Yeah, it's a deep sense of satisfaction. and But that is also the frequency of abundance. Mm. So when we're in the frequency of abundance, things actually come to you naturally and more yes. quickly. And magic that just – the most magical timelines will just click in. And that is why I'm so um, yeah, on fire for the Kundalini because when we tap into that as women, life flows and it's less about pushing and forcing. It's more about allowing and surrendering and just being grateful. And that's just a whole other paradigm of living from a place of pushing and trying and this rat race to actually just... Surrendering, allowing, being more, allowing life to flow for us, allowing life to work for us, allowing life and things around us to serve the temple, which is our body. And that is all, yeah, it is it's actually possible to live with more flow. But I think that the key lies in our ability to tap into our pleasure
0: mm. and that state of eros. Mm. Wow, okay, yeah. And it is pleasurable to feel gratitude, like when you, when I'm grateful, I'm like I'm feeling pleasure. Like I'm like oh, so and then I'm abundant, and then I'm inviting more pleasure to come. And I found that on the weekend when I was just last weekend when I was experienced, seeing the best weekend of my life, created my own mini retreat. I was just every single moment became better than the last, but more. I was like surprising because I was like I was so grateful. Like I was overwhelmed with joy and pleasure, and then gratitude. I was like, is this happening? Thank you so much. This is so amazing. And then the next moment would be just as good and that's like everything you're saying and our life force like we can literally create human life you procreate it like there's nothing more powerful than that and for you to be activating that in people I'm like it's just so empowering like there's just like nothing else that is more empowering than activating someone from within because then they they, as I said I feel like they're unfuckwithable it's just mm. like they nothing can break them like they know what their soul wants they know what their purpose is and they just act from that place with gratitude no harm and it's just like you know they 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 don't need the validation as you said and that's just oh my god it's so next level so tell me more about like living from your eros is it eros <laughs> yeah the um, the
1: eros so eros. i used to call it kundalini flow it yeah. is that that was another way of 'Cause it is the flow of where does where does your where does your pleasure want to take you? Where does your inspiration want to take you? And it's living day it's living day by day, letting go of the plans, letting go of the structures, and actually following this flow of what what where does where is my aliveness taking me in this moment? Mm. And many times that aliveness has given me an idea where I'm I'm in this state of bliss. And then I get literally something drops into my mind and it's like hold this woman's circle or run this event. And as that idea comes in, I literally get so turned on by it and that's when I know I'm following mm. the Eros flow. Yeah, And from following that and creating that event or meeting up with that person, whatever it tells me to do, it just creates more pleasure mm. and then more expansion and my soul just keeps going on this my soul is evolving. I could feel how it's opening my, my soul. Like it's actually allowing me to expand within um, my soul's capacity. And the evolution just continues and the pleasure and the stream of pleasure just continues in all these different ways. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing to – I've really let go of the plans and let go of – I'm just all about, okay, how can we surrender to divine mystery of life? Oh. And to me, that's so much more
0: exciting so exciting because then you're not like three months out and you're like oh I've planned this event because I felt like I had to because some coach did it or this is the way it's meant to be and then you're showing up and you probably get expectations around it you never did it from your like core purpose just because you had to it was more in a masculine decision and then when you do it when it's just like pleasurable you're just the whole time you're like oh you're creating from that life force that's the biggest thing I think we dismiss is like yeah. life, when you're in touch with your life force you're so fucking creative and it's powerful easy. it's easy It's easy. And it shouldn't be hard
1: it doesn't feel like as you're putting effort because yeah. it's literally just flowing it flowed from your soul it yeah. flowed from this sexual energy that is pure creative life force that creates life that gives more life and it's it's meant to be yeah that's that <laughs> it's meant it's meant to be easy it's not it's not meant to be this pushing 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 forcing and that really is the when when we live from the place of the mind, it is, it is, it is a whole another playing ground where it is more um, struggle. It's more, um, it's more like forcing things from your mind and and having to convince yourself. Mm. I, I remember when I was working a job that I didn't like, I was convincing myself every single day to show up for it. I had to convince myself to get yeah. out of bed. I had to yeah, convince yeah, yeah. myself. This is w- good for me. Yeah. And when <laughs> I was studying a bachelor degree that I had no passion for, I had to convince myself every day and it was tiring. And it, it didn't give me more energy or life force. It actually mm. drained me yeah. to a point of like depression, to a point of of tiredness, fatigue, chronic fatigue, because I wasn't living for my most authentic Place I, I I was living from my mind the ego yeah so when you come into eros and kundalini it's about living from a place of your turn on yeah so it is another world
0: yeah it is a whole nother world oh I'm it's so true like how many people have had a job or had something they've had to do where they're going and they're forcing like that is just how we were taught we were forced to you know go to school to do what they say to wear the outfit they wore. Like we got so conditioned to believing that we'd be validated the more we forced ourselves to do things that were hard because then it was like we sort of boast about the – the like, how, like how difficult it is in society. We're like, oh, it's you know, I have this and that's difficult. That was such a boasting thing yeah. I remember when growing up. And then all that gave us was burnout. Like we all just reached burnout. Like <laughs> successfully fucked our bodies up in the process, and was all forced. And it's like even forcing yourselves to hang out with people you don't want to and do things because you can't say no. That's like so many things we grew up with feeling forced with this pressure of society, and that's what has been so normal to us this Mm. masculine way of living and then you come through and it's like it's so empowering but it just it shakes that up so much because it's like well we should be doing it things should be easy if you're doing it from your essence yes and that's like exactly what we need to all come back to because that's where our gifts lie and that's how we help heal the world and i want to know how your gifts <laughs> came about <laughs> and you tapped into it going from a job that you had to force yourself to go to obviously you had a bachelor degree want to hear more about what you studied and yeah i've we've all we've done like i've done law on um, midway th- through or post-grad law degree and so much of that yes there was interest that got me there and whatnot but like so much of that was just feeling like I was going to be validated by society
1: mm. and it was so
0: forceful when it came to these like last half of subjects and I'm like I have no interest in those like I did all the ones I want to do don't get yeah. my best thing ever but then it's like I don't really want to learn about tax law don't give a shit like mm. not interested and so then it's like you'd be forcing yourself and paying money to do so. Mm. The amount of just uni in general is like paying to force (laughs) yourself to do something and then you get the debt at the end and you feel fully obliged to continue following through. It's like Mm. we've normalised these things in society so much that it is so hard to decondition when you don't have people leading the way. So, And I think that we have people leading the way through you know we pick up that friend along the way or someone who's an influence and my influence was kia who's our connection who actually purchased me for my 30th birthday the kundalini activation opened me up to this world of both of us our goal is heaven on earth and you bridge that gap so how do tell me your story did you (laughs) get there to doing this powerful work
1: oh i think so many people who are on a path of self-love of Exploring what is spirituality? Is there something beyond us? Is there another purpose than just eating and breathing and going to work? Is there, what's there's got to be more to this? And I, ever since I was young, I've always been quite a curious child. I always had a curiosity towards energy work, the metaphysical world, and, and spirituality. So I just, for a long time, up, up until my early 20s, it was really a battle between my spirit, my soul, and my ego. And I kept going yeah. back and forth between being f- in my ego and then being in my spirit. And it was a tug of war. And um, and eventually when I played out my ego games, so I, I tried working that job and it didn't, yeah, it strained me, um, went, studied science <laughs> at university mm-hmm. and I didn't finish it because I could not take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, it was just, it's the longer I stayed in university, at the same time doing these spiritual practices that got me embodied and got me sensitive and got me more connected to my soul, the more I got connected to my soul, the less tolerance I had. I had less tolerance over time to do things I didn't actually want to do, mm-hmm. to do things from a place of um, societal standards or what my family wanted or basically the ego. So the ego started to die and, um, and I just had to follow what gave me life. So... In life, you know, we have to do things that actually bring us more energy rather than take our energy. Oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> if we can just stay on the path of what gives us more energy, mm. then, yes, then we get to stay in this space of, of um, embodiment, of this in this space of presence and, and pleasure. And that includes relationships, jobs, projects, um the environments that we live in—is our environment giving us energy, or is it taking energy? It's and having the courage to follow what's going to give us more energy, what's going to give us more um, more joy, what's going to actually open up our hearts. So on my journey, what what my um my intuition and also what excited me that led me to kundalini work was traveling. So going overseas, um, going a gap year from university, leaving my relationship, quitting my job and going overseas. And then I had, yeah, I had a my first kundalini awakening happened in Canada when I was 22. And it was after aesthetic dancing. <gasps> so, and I had Five. been ecstatic dancing for, uh, regularly for at least four months. And it was my first time ever experiencing, um, State like dancing and drum circles, and also sisterhood. So I think the the combination of ex- of exploring all of these embodiment activities and things that got me out of my head and into my soul, it kind of just built up my. I could literally feel my body getting lighter every month. I was in Canada, focusing on these these, these spiritual practices and focusing on sisterhood and focusing on dancing and moving and singing, and eventually, I guess my body just became so light that my ch- my chakras cleared up the blockages within my chakras mm-hmm. actually started to clear up I could feel it my throat chakra my heart I could feel my energy centers just radiating and vibrating I've never felt that in my life I, I never felt so alive in my life and and then one day when I started dancing at the end towards the end of the dance I just felt like I had to lie down and then something took over and it was just these waves of I couldn't control that I was convulsing and my heart just kept wanting to expand and I was just going through um this opening in my body in on all the levels and it was to a point when I opened my eyes there was just so much brightness I was I could barely actually see at one point because it was so much light and that's when I felt like yeah I was having some sort of awakening mm. and oh my God. after speaking to people and also um yeah after speaking to my friends they were like that's a kundalini you had a kundalini awakening kundalini awakening so you held the space for yourself it just happened naturally oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. and Mm -hmm. that was because of all the work that i was doing on myself yeah and the clearing i was clearing so much and doing a lot of chakra opening work yeah and and the clearing and getting out of my mind yeah because because the kundalini naturally will flow when our channel is is clear so when i say a clear channel i what i mean by that is it's when we are not holding on to much fear anymore where our where we are actually just we have so much yeah just full trust a lot of love the heart is open um there is love in like yeah when the channel is clear we are just in a space of deep presence Mm. we're out of our heads yeah we are so satisfied and content on all the levels, things are flowing, things are happening, things are unravelling, expanding,
0: yeah. Oh so. my God, <laughs> wow, it's divinity, it's the the, the divine, which is like, pure. well, I explained the divine last weekend. I'm like, to me it feels like pure trust, like complete faith and so yeah. when you're in that space and it's just like, whoa, and trust is opening up our root chakra, Like, because that's where the fear lies. So if we're in full trust, we've cleared that chakra. And that's the most powerful one I feel for women in society today to clear because we come into the world as women naturally in the toxic masculine society, we were shamed for period blood women don't fart women don't poo like everything in this chakra we hold on to out of like the things that naturally have to happen to us as well so we're naturally i feel like we have this resistance if we've taken on any of those societal expectations like even the fact that like i think wearing tampons stopping the flow is just like this unnatural thing they brought in sold really well at and it's like Mm. it's just not meant to be how we're meant to be living like that's resisting something that's so natural it is resisting life force because if we don't have a period we literally can't have kids and like that is what we're surrounded by so when you break through which has happened twice to me now guys (laughs) when you did this to yourself and you literally activate this in people like it's beyond powerful like it's just so magical and exactly where we all need to be living from but understandably we're fucking not like I think I question like endometriosis that's just so common these days in women I'm like where is this coming from and advertising for all these products that shame natural things like going to the toilet and having our uh, menstrual cycle are the two things that we're just like being told to resist and like naturally Mm. we're taking that on some part of our body so when we have full trust that's Mm. just so open that chakra it's so clear and yeah it's just like you become unfuck with the ball but i think that chakra is the hardest one to open to be honest Mm. because like overcoming that is just so embodied it's ingrained in us as women yeah and like yeah it's crazy you talk about like with ecstatic dance like I've only done it uh two or three times now and it was the most powerful thing I've ever done in regards to feeling at home. I got there and it's like the biggest, like I was like, I should take my mom there, It'd be that fucking funny. Like it's like <laughs> if anyone, you know, anyone who's just like feels uncomfortable dancing on a dance floor where you're out at, at a club, like this is fucking next level. <laughs> Love it to bits. Never felt anywhere so exciting. Walked in and I was with my friend, and I was just straight away, it's like, fuck yes, this is home, let's do this. Like just an hour and a half journey that you get taken through and everyone's just in their rawness and their pureness and moving to the beat of the drum and just there's just no judgment, which is so rare because you'd grow up going out to clubs and things and there's some level of like someone's looking at me or whatnot and this is just so pure and I can see when you say this like this happened at an ecstatic dance like it's just the space is held for you because it's such a permission slip when you see someone else in there like complete animal instincts like moving and grooving and you're like fuck yeah um, I'm gonna do it too yeah. you've given me that permission slip <laughs> so much permission slip in for state like
1: dancing yeah I remember the first time I went I was Because it was my first time, I was actually laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't couldn't take it seriously. (laughs) I had never seen people dance in such a raw, primal, out-of-the-box way. Mm
0: -hmm. It was
1: not the MTV thing that I was – I grew up watching. (laughs) That's so (laughs) true. –
0: Four, five, six, seven, eight. It's, like, not that (laughs) whatsoever.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's – yeah, it's just – it was – it actually – I remember it kind of did something to my brain. Yeah. it Because it, it was not only just witnessing it, <laughs> people dancing in the raw essence with no... They did not plan the steps, and um, they're just being whatever they want to be in that moment. It just showed me how... Um, it, 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 that, that was an energetic transmission for me. Yeah. Yeah. When people go start dancing, they watch people dance in these ways that are just... So authentic as well because yeah. at, at moments I remember also I, I laughed at the beginning but then I, I remember getting emotional and seeing the beauty because yeah. I was seeing people for who they were. Oh, and I what? remember actually having a heart awakening from that too. Wow. Because it was just like, wow, people are actually just being themselves. Yeah. so authentic and that's so beautiful.
0: Mm. That, I'm yeah. so glad there are those spaces. Like I literally couldn't believe like I've – Growing up, like I'm a very confident outside person, but I've definitely always had some level of social anxiety. But I think I counterproduct that with like this confidence, right? Just like hearted as much as possible. And I got there and I was like, nothing literally feels so at home I was just like these are my homies let's do this like I felt so comfortable to the point where like I could go into like almost hyper arousal where I'm just like oh this is the best and luckily I went with one of my best friends who we call interpretive dance girl because she's it's just her essence like that is what her gift is to the world is to like just dance as people are there but she just owns it outside of the ecstatic dances and so going with her it was just like an even bigger permission slip because she's so raw mm. and it's just like so endearing and I think that yeah for me I was just like I'm fucking at home like it, yeah. I think it's so important if anyone wants to find a place where like free freedom of expression is what I would call it to its core Mm -hmm. and just you know and you don't have to you go there alone like I was gonna I want to go alone if people can't come with me and I feel like going like you can literally go alone you don't talk to anyone throughout the hot thing and you just dance in your own space and like people don't really come into your space they're so respectful like it's one of the most empowering things I've experienced in regards to like having people all around and that full blown permission slip where we're all just yet yeah, in our primal state and like, Oh, it's so much fun. I'm yeah. getting excited just thinking about it. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's really empowering. And we were meant to go to one together when I was meant to meet you for the first time. So I'd mm. like, yeah. And how many, how has like ecstatic dance? Cause I'm so happy that I went to that before I went to the Kundalini activation. However, the other one I went to was with Kia and because she was already activated by you, and through the work that she does, she had a guy come up to her afterwards, Sharon Key's story, but who was just absolutely drooling, and, yeah. and, she, and she wasn't feeling her best that night, and she, and it was just like, and I was like, no, sis, this, 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 she had this life force that this guy was just like, oh my god, you're yeah. so incredible, and she just embodied it. And it was that combination of the ecstatic dance and being activated. And I was like, oh, yes. Yes,
1: yes. When women are in their essence, when they are just embodied, when they are just turned on for life and on fire for life and living from the soul, it is the most beautiful, gorgeous, magnetic, powerful thing. And people just want to love it and serve it and see it continue to expand and grow because, yes, the world needs it. The yeah. world needs more of it. The world needs our light. The world needs us to be in our, in our power so that we can serve. Because when our cup is full, as as the feminine, we're also heart-centered. The, the feminine, the divine feminine is all about the heart. The masculine mm-hmm. uses the mind to create, um, to solve problems. Yeah. Solve problems and create structures and create order. But the feminine is, is she is the in her essence, she is really the, the, the shaman, priestess, healer, archetype. And when she's in her heart, she just wants to serve. Often women that have been through these journeys, they have so many gifts. And and that, that gift that comes from within them, it is actually that open heart that just wants to serve. Mm. So when when we are served and when we are honored, when we are respected, when we allow ourselves to be supported, and allowing the universe and people around us to support us in whatever way they desire to, that they feel called to, it allows us to then serve the world in ways that the world needs. And it brings the balance that's required. We, we need the balance of the ma- of, of the feminine, doing the feminine work of, of healing, of nurturing, of creating communities and mm-hmm. um, and spreading the love and opening the hearts. But we also really need the men as well. And we need that yang energy. And I'm, I'm not saying this in terms of, Men can experience and embody feminine mm-hmm. and, and a woman can also, if they choose to embody yang. Mm. But what I find is that our bodies are biologically made in certain ways mm-hmm. and hormonally there are differences. So for a woman to be in that, in that nat- natural state of embodying her shakti, there, there, is, there is a natural flow to that. But, um, but yeah, of course, like we're in a day and age where we've got so much free will and there are altering things, like things that can alter women and men and men's body. But what I'm trying to say here is that ultimately when a woman is in her essence, there is more of a, um, it is very magnetic and, and she is meant to be supported so that she can support others basically.
0: <laughs> oh. And that's the like ticket, the golden ticket to the world, like to saving what we're in right now It's just like having more women being served being activated and then they are directly connected to their gifts yeah and then what their gifts are how they then serve the world because that's what we're good at like that's what the women hold is and women hold the healing yeah and like we've had that cut off for a long time like I mean the way that I grew up I feel like this is just so new Mm. and um even now, more than ever, I guess it's hard to be like all oh, the next generation because they're empowered to have some, you know, just a normalization towards self pleasure. Like it's more distracting, and it's more instant gratification than ever before, as well. Mm. So, like, then the, but then we've also got this healing that's taken place. And I feel thank God for COVID because it's really it activated it all so quickly. It really shone the light on people and, like, forced people who were more aligned or more seeking that healing to be pushed together and support mm. one another. And, like, I feel like that was just such a gift. It yeah. wasn't I don't feel like it was meant to be implemented that way whatsoever, but it just, like, it was such a gift and so empowering, especially when you had, like, mm. Aquarius come through. And it was so empowering to see groups of people in the last two to three years just elevate so quickly together. And, like, empower each other so quickly and do the mm. work and seek out those communities and just be courageous enough. And sometimes because they have been pushed out of their original tribe, which, you know, feels like the hardest thing in the world, but it was probably the biggest blessing. And this is the thing that I feel is the most courageous and the biggest thing to, like, let go. When you're saying when you're holding space for me, like, surrender, let it go. What's on that resistance is not being wanted to kicked out of your tribe because we are all animals mm. and we won't survive without a tribe. We'll be kicked out and then we'll be left for stranded and we'll be eaten by another thing. Like that's to what our core is and belonging is so important and that's why we stay within the box. We don't like branch out because we're too afraid mm. more than likely. Yeah. So when you're holding that space and you're giving that permission slip and that's why it's so important for a lot of people like myself to be facil- facilitated is because I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. She's she's letting me because she's I'm still a part of her tribe. Okay, cool, my like this really unconscious animal instinct in me is like, okay, we can surrender now. We're safe enough. Yeah. Whereas it's not like that for me to just be making those noises. I was singing before. I've mm-hmm. grown up thinking I was tone deaf. I was singing like <laughs> you just like enabling me to like fully surrender and open up all these chakras and in a way that like I'm like oh I've been conditioned that this is a no-go this would hurt someone's ears (laughs) to do that let alone act like an animal and let it all flow through my body
1: yeah yeah and that's why it's so important that we allow sisterhood and brotherhood that see you know people that see us people that are our tribe and we continue to stay connected we all need each other to be reminded. I know that in the beginning, in my early days, when I was just starting out with this journey, I needed to be reminded again and again of, of my soul's potential, of how of my purpose, because people would see it within me before I saw it within myself. Mm. And so it, it is always, it's such a, um, I do believe that when, when you choose this path of exploring your most authentic self and exploring your soul's potential, that the universe will provide for you. And, and that synchronicities and you'll meet the people that you're meant to meet that you're meant to meet and it's it's just trusting, trusting and allowing and also always being open to receiving the love and support. From a place of, you know, from a place of just yeah, knowing that you're worth it, knowing that you're you're worthy of living your most embodied turned on life and choosing that every day. And having people around you that will remind you of that as well. Oh. So don't do it alone. You know, we don't yeah. have to do this alone. I So just just to add on to um, my Canadian trip and having estate dancing come into my life and travelling. And um, another thing that actually supported me to get to this place where I'm yeah, supporting others in activating the Kundalini. <laughs> I had another sporadic Kundalini activation when I came back to Sydney. And when my Kundalini activated, it was on this cliff overlooking the ocean. It was really <gasps> random. I just remember sitting there and feeling really uh, just in awe of the ocean and also feeling the power of the ocean. And to me, that moment was quite symbolic because Shakti, the feminine, she is also like the ocean. She is wave-like. She's a serpentine mm. kind of energy where she's flowing. She's flowing and, and she's also there's, – there's no limit to her size. Like the ocean is just so vast, and that's the kundalini. She is really cosmic. She's a universal life force. It flows, and it's it's the core of what 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 the what everything's made of. It's it's what this, you know, the sun is birthed from. at the moon, the it flows through the trees. It flows through the ocean. And it was like in that moment, Shakti was calling out to me, and she just moves straight through me, and my kundalini just activated on on this on this on this cliff overlooking this ocean and it told me to go to
0: Egypt. To go to Egypt. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Continue.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> when when um this is a way of living, okay, hey, when oh. you're embodied and yeah. when, when you're turned on, be really mindful of the thoughts that come into your mind mm-hmm. because it could actually be the divine communicating to you. Because when you're in that space of when you're open and when you're in your centrality and you're in your embodiment, sometimes things can come through it's like Mm. it's our connection to god it's our connection to the cosmos and it might drop something into your field and have the courage to say yes and go for it fuck yes because it is literally Mm. it came from it was birthed into you like it actually was a transmission that so just be mindful what of what what comes in when when you're yeah when you're feeling inspired and it told me to go to egypt and i was thinking wow Egypt is probably one of the most magical places I can go to in the world. I want to go there so bad. Yes. Oh, my God. So I I went there and (laughs) I I, I just met all the right people and had a lady astrologer give me a secret map to see goddess Isis. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. In like a closed-off tomb away from the public, away from the – yeah, it wasn't – this isn't something that you can just book a tour guide for. It just she just literally came into my field. This is the magic that this is the magic of Kundalini flow too. My jaw is just it, completely dropped. It's divine mystery. Where? It's kind of yeah. yeah when things just work out. Oh yeah, and things just flow. And I was just to saying, you. it's so
0: fun like that. You're just like, well, this is happening now. Well, yeah. we're here. We've arrived. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, next. this
1: is how, or where did this come from? Like literally, where did you come from? Where yeah. did that come from? How that did just flow out of the sky? It, yeah. Like you have these moments, <laughs> and that's magic. And 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 it is the the frequency. Of of, of magic, the frequency of creation, of bursting. every moment things are being birthed, um, and it's through our it's through our sex, it's through that 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 life force energy. So so she, I followed the map, I went there, I I had this. So there was actually that that tomb in particular, it had its own guard, oh and it was away from all the other temples where all the tourists were visiting. So I paid him – I had to pay him some money and then I went in and she, it was it was as though I was in front of the Divine Mother. Her energy, when I, when I met – got a segment, she was alive and I I bursted into tears from a state of deep reverence. Like I am in front of a Divine Mother right now, an ancient, 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 ancient Divine Mother. And I, I just bowed down straight away because – It was, she was alive. So, um, and this is what, this is what Egypt, I can imagine this is what Egypt was like in in, in its potent days. Yeah. Where every statue had a flowing life force, a flowing personality, a flowing transmission through it. And uh, it's it's a lot of it is lost now because we're not doing the rituals or the ceremonies to honor. Mm. And actually, I, part of me still believes that these temples are still alive, but on another dimension. It's a whole another conversation. Oh, wow. love, <laughs> um, go there another time. Oh but my gosh, this one was. It was almost as though she was kept for the. I don't know why. Um, I'm sure there are more statues and temples that are that are actually activated in Egypt. Yeah, but I can understand why it has to be closed off to the public.
0: Oh, imagine, so like, sacred. You, everybody just rolling in, taking a selfie for Instagram. sake, <laughs> <For months laughs> We haven't, like, we've destroyed so many beautiful historical sites because of that. We're just
1: not at that level yet as a civilization yeah, to no. know how to honour these these taker forces. We're yeah, just not there. even when I
0: was in Europe last with my family, like, in 2015, prior to, like, doing any work on myself, I was just, like, Rome, fuck this. I'm going to the Amalfi Coast. Like, I had no respect for anything in history. So you yeah. can imagine that any old young Emma would have done the same thing. It's just disrespectful. And you're walking through to such sacred places with you taking a selfie and moving on. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's just, it's so good. Like it's lucky that they're cut off as as you said, like, yeah, it needs to be protected. Yeah.
1: So. um, Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Part of the Kundalini flow, right. So, um, so got a segment. uh, So the guard, he saw my connection with her and he actually gave me permission to place my heart, my hand on her heart. Oh. And he actually encouraged me to do it. He didn't speak much English, but he pointed to her heart and took my hand and placed it on her heart. And then I just... Yeah, something happened. Something... It was something. Something happened. After that, I walked away feeling like my life was never going to be the same again. I just walked away knowing that she just offered me something. She just transmitted something. For the next hour... I was just crying and I was feeling this deep grief and also this um, like a a mission was planted in my heart which was to support the divine feminine awakening which is just helping people to come back into their hearts, into their bodies and to live more from the essence, to live more from the ancient wisdom that lies within. And it was – she just told me, you're here to support the divine feminine awakening on this earth – and I just felt the, um, the just how vast this mission was. And I felt overwhelmed. So I actually was also crying from a place of I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. I don't know mm. how I'm going to do this. I'm just one, like I'm just a 22 year old chick. Like what do you want me to do? do? Ah. It was just like, yes. yeah. so I was like, I don't know what to do with this mission. Um, where do
0: I start? Where do I start? She's <laughs> like this ancient goddess has literally just told me that this is my mission and I'm 22 years old. Just come here off. Like, yes, listening to my, that was the thing. You took the courage to listen yeah. to your, which is like fully being in the activation and listening to what comes through. And the one step there is the courage to do what you were being told in a download just for, like to use that word yeah. and whereas because we're not that has no logic to it right whereas if you, someone to ask you like your parents would be like so why are you going to Egypt why are you quitting this or why are you doing that oh because I had a download like, yeah. we just it doesn't like, and, I at least, and I'm following my heart like that's it I'm just following my heart the ego the download. hates and it, and the it we have to overcome all these questions <laughs> you yeah. are like fuck no like yeah and the ego no. will just shut it down because it's also listening to other things and like so you to even be 22 years old and to be in a space where you could just go yeah no worries I'll just I'll trust I'll fully trust that this is what I meant to do because I had a download- Fuck, yes, sis. No wonder why, when you got there, it's like you're the person for the job. Let's do this. Yes. And, like, mm. obviously, it's in your heart and soul. It's in your dharma to be doing this. But, oh my goodness, where does one start? Like, how overwhelming. Like, yeah. I, get, <laughs> I get the overwhelm. It's like, I don't want to let you down, sis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to, like, okay, what's going to happen if I don't do this position? <laughs> what's going to happen if I just go, you know, on Instagram, Facebook for a few hours and just, like, forget that that happened? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It. Oh. But the beautiful thing is when when we get these insights, just know that there's always going to be support. It's, yeah. It's a. Div, it's it's a it's a divine alignment and there's divine perfection, and and when when we follow our hearts, we will get rewarded. Mm. It, it it really is. It's it's almost it just proves to us how innately how the goodness that lies within our soul and the power that lies within our soul that there's no there's they can't. Darkness, evil, projections, nothing can can beat the power of our soul and what we came here to do and what God planted within us. So, yes, there was a lot of – I had to have, yeah, trusting, allowing, surrender, courage. I went there on my own as well, being <laughs> a 22-year-old girl on my own. And I, I thought about it later, later on and I thought, wow, I had the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, wow um, – I don't know why like that's even my ego was judging like wow I just did that on my own like
0: why did I go anyway I'm yeah I'm just like that is so courageous and when was this how when how old are you now Yeah, you know. I'm I'm almost 28 okay like, yeah. yeah oh my gosh yeah. wow yeah this has been a journey yeah yeah wow of you Sick. just fully leaning leaning in surrendering and just having full trust that this is your path and you will be guided and supported along the way
1: yeah, every time there's a test, can you trust, can you surrender, can you let go? If we lean in, it's almost like a muscle. Our ability to trust and surrender deepens. It gets stronger. So if every test that we get around can you trust, can you let go, can you have the courage to follow your turn on, to follow your life force, to follow your excitement, no matter how crazy and irrational it may seem, it, it's, it's that ability strengthens so Mm. yeah and um and so following that I skipping forward I ended up living in a woman's Egyptian temple oh my goodness in (laughs) Malambimbi New South Wales Ah. Australia uh for almost half a year and that's where I met goddess Isis and had initiations of goddess Isis because that was that temple she she, her presence was there. The owner of the temple was a full-blood Egyptian woman who had a connection to goddess Isis. So I was just basically living with goddess Isis and having more sporadic kundalini activations. And then I had this one, I remember doing um, daily rituals for her, just honouring her and, and just allowing myself to be in this space of worship to the, the feminine, to the heart, to everything that the... Divine Feminine, everything that Isis represents, which is sacred sexuality, woman's empowerment, um, magic, mm. I was just honouring her and honouring the work she was doing and also being willing to learn from her. And then I had this sporadic Kundalini awakening after ritual and I had, a, like, I, I just received a step-by-step process on how to give someone a full-body orgasm. And, and I was told, one day you're going to have to facilitate this. And it took three years for me to finally start doing it because I had so much like, I had to go on my own journey of doing other things too before, but it it ended up happening because now I I run regular Kundalini activations for men and women. But it was just, again, following my, I just followed my turn on, which led me to leaving my home in Sydney, which led me to living out of my car, which led me to um, running away from home and, and just creating a new life and living in a woman's temple at some point, And it was just, yeah, like a journey of mystery unfolding. It oh. was just mystery. I could not predict any of this. I did not predict that I was going to find an Egyptian woman's temple to live in. I could not predict that I was ever going to live in, in my car and go temple hopping and meet amazing women and goddesses and, and just amazing people that awakened me and gave me permission slips to be more of who I am. So it was... The mystery. And I feel like there's this theme of the divine mystery that comes from following your heart and following your soul. Mm. And it's just go for it. Like let that let that energy take you where it wants to take you and just watch the magic unfold and you will not regret it if you just keep allowing. And it may not make sense and there might be confusion and like what's the point, what's happening at at, at times. But if you just stick with it, it's it's the story playing out. It's it's your purpose playing out. It's your Dharma playing out. So yeah, it, it is it is really like following the flow of love and the
0: unknown. So wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> your dharma is God's gift to humankind. <laughs> like it, it empowers people to have be connected with their life force, the feminine embodiment. Like there's nothing more like healing than that. But also, it gives you. It's the direct link to being creative, to like healing the world. And it's just, I'm losing my voice here. It's like, it's so powerful. Like, and it's just, it's like, a, you're now, this is your job. And it's, and it's so, it comes so easy to you. Like, you before, you just held space for me and you were just so in flow when you could have done it all night long. And it was <laughs> like, it's one thing that comes through is that like, we're so used to being conditioned to be, it being hard. And for you, it's just like, yeah, that it's not meant to be at all when we follow our heart. And, like, Mm. it's just full trusting in when we actually literally are in our body and be like, what would you like to do today? Okay, sweet. I'll trust that. Like, it's just so simple. Like, the simplicity of it all is crazy, yet it's like we're not, naturally tapped into that whatsoever and like you are now gifting this to people and that's just like it's just so beyond me like I'm like wow I don't even know what to say about it but it's like yeah you're like that's a huge task you've been given and you're doing it like the amount of women you held space for it was like six people we had the most beautiful circle and it, you one thing you did you worshipped at the start and I remember that so clearly because it just like it was we all tapped in and we were all able to worship where this was coming from. And I think that that's probably the first time I felt it so like, intensely. I was like, oh, wow, we're really giving thanks to the ancient practices that are serving us today. And I don't think that that's really done much in any practices I've done. And then yeah, they were with us. We were like, oh, they're here. Okay, sweet. And that yeah. was what you – because you're so in touch with all of that. And it's like it's just – it's so empowering. The things you, like, opened women up to, to share, let alone, like, overcome in that space, was just, like – I was speechless. Like, even just for myself, like, you knew exactly what we all needed to tap into and you held that space and we all overcame it. And for me, ever since then, like, everything you've been saying, you've got – Like, trust and receive. Like, I think that for years now I've been working on um, ask, believe, receive. And I've been really stuck up until the point of going to your activations on believe. Like, I didn't believe I was worthy.
1: Mm. And, like, I really
0: didn't. Like, my conditioning was too too, holding on too much. And then receiving. I had no idea how to receive without guilt or without shame or anything like that. Like, I was just so stuck. And so with being with Jaunty, like – there were so many areas where I was fully blocked, and I was like, I can imagine it was super frustrating for him, but I didn't believe I was worthy of the love I was receiving. And I couldn't receive that in the first place because I didn't have those beliefs. And since being activated, like it's all just suddenly embodied all the work i've done because i've done so much masculine work like i've worked so hard on certain areas in my life and then and i'm like frustrated i'm like why isn't this happening like why can't i just like feel pleasure and feel happy and like to the points where i was just like so frustrated i'm like oh and people would say to me like family members maybe you should take you know an anti-anxiety and depress and i'm like no what is it and since going to it two weeks ago this has made the most fucking miraculous two weeks of my life and things have been so fucking easy in a sense of like what you said before was we should be doing things that give us energy and it doesn't mean that naturally i'm someone who yes it likes to move my body every day it doesn't mean that if we listen to that we're all of a sudden going to be like never exercise again right but we're we're actually going to do things like for me yesterday like i just come back from a few days away and i went to the gym on a saturday and felt so energized afterwards And I loved every second of it and I wanted to be there. And it was like, it's just choosing to do these things when our body asks us to. Not like, oh, well, I said Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was going to be Mm. the days that I do yang exercise. So I have to do it because I made that commitment to myself. No, you're just somewhere along those lines. You're most likely abandoning your body. And like you're not trusting and listening in, but if you do it when it wants it, yeah. it's so much more purposeful, it's so much more empowering, and it's going to actually make that difference. And you're going to enjoy the process. And yeah. that's the gift. You've given me such a gift because I can't, like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, cool, this has been the most amazing two weeks of my life. It's not just like things are happening for me because things have always happened for me, but I've never had the ability to feel. The pleasure of them, and then be so fucking grateful for them as well. Like simultaneously, like this is the (laughs) best. Like I feel the pleasure. Oh my god! And then again, it just plays out. And I was literally just like, would think of the wildest thing on the weekend that could happen next, and be like, and it happened. It was just like, fuck yes, we're here. And I'm like, wow. And the only I was looking back, and I'm like, fuck, it's the kundalini activation. It's nothing Mm. else. And everything in my life has just showed up so well through trust and you opening that space. So I know how it's like made that difference in my life and you've shared a few things, but like how has it like changed your life as for you as a woman? How has it empowered you?
1: Oh wow. I um where can I well every area of, of my life I feel that it's just there's more flow. There's definitely more flow. There's more of an ease and grace. And even um so I just feel that when I'm honoring and following this intelligence within me and this life force, and and that that state of of trust and that state of okay, what's gonna give me more energy? I've always been rewarded for it, mm. and and it, it's also I feel like a big piece that actually allowed me to facilitate Kundalini activations with the spiritual protection and, and safety is a Holy Spirit, and one of the things that Holy Spirit. Brings into a person's life is this grace. Mm. It's it's this sense of um, what the word grace means to me is is when we are able to receive love and receive support in every single possible way, even if it's just through music or sisterhood or through um like a, a random gift. It's allowing its ability to receive. Grace is the ability to receive. And allows life to flow with less struggle, this um, letting go of the mentality that we have to do everything on our own. So I feel that my ability to receive was opened up through the Kundalini.
0: Mm.
1: And, and it's also the when the heart opens up, because the Kundalini often wants to open up the heart. She, that, that divine feminine energy just wants to open our hearts up so that we can share our gifts and share our purpose with the world. So I guess one of the biggest things is, yes, I am in that full-time now. And that's probably been one of the most empowering things because one of the things in my life that took the most life force away from me was working a job I did not yeah. want to work. And uh-huh. so many people were working jobs that they didn't actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it for the money. They're just doing it from a place of survival. Mm-hmm. But when you trust and actually let go to the divine, to God, to a higher power, and you actually pray and have that sense of trust and faith – that you can make a living and and do what you love for, yeah, for life. Um, that yeah, it changes everything because then you're in charge of your schedule as well. And and well, that's if you're an entrepreneur. Some people might have a, a deep, it might be their deep calling to have a job, but mm. as long as it gives them life, right? That's 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 why that's what matters because that just permeates and it, it changes and it influences everything else around them. So, yeah, my relationships have changed. I feel that my dynamic with the masculine, my current partner and I, we have a very polarised dynamic and he is in such divine service to me. It's I'm so grateful for him. I, If you're listening to this, hey,
0: Wish, I love you. <laughs> yes, big shout out. I can imagine he would be the most divine masculine he, because to hold space for someone like you. He is a, he wow. is a king. Like He is yeah. a, such a
1: divine king and he is – I have never felt – like every relationship I've, I've, I've been in, I have never felt more honored and worshipped and, and given full permission to just be all that I am in my centrality, in my, in the all the noises, in the movements, in the decisions that I make. It's just been, he's just been so supportive. And I remember in my previous relationships when I wasn't as embodied in my Shakti, there was a sense of I need to be the man as well. I need to be the mask, I need to be strong, I need to be independent. And mm. I've let that go. I've actually let, let I've allowed this sense of surrender and just full support and and at the same time remaining sovereign and doing what I love in life and maintaining connections and a lifestyle that nourishes me. So it's just been, yeah, that's been transformational. I I also just feel that there is more freedom in in life. There is a lot more of this sense of I get to do what I want day by day and trust that all the right support is going to allow me to continue living in the most authentic way. So it's and uh, it's hard to explain because a lot of the how everything has clicked into place, I can't fully explain it. It's just been like a, a mystery unfolding. <laughs>
0: well, I can relate to that. You can, yeah, it's yeah. hard to
1: like. I can't just say because I did A, B, D, uh, A, B, C, D, ABCD, this and this that happened. It was yeah. no. I just literally just followed my, my 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 turn on. I followed what what would give me more life. I I allowed my old my old self to keep dying the parts of me that were stuck in conditioning and fear the parts of me that did things out of place of survival or obligation or a sense of because everyone else is doing it mm. so it's having yeah like everything's in f- like it, things are just flowing things things just continue to flow and every time i um, i become aware of what my life is missing or how something can bring about more flourishing and more juiciness to my life it literally will just happen the next week or within the next few hours or within the next few days and it's just yeah it's just really the the divine mysterious flow of living in the moment of being able to live from a place of embodiment of being able to honor this greater force beyond on our mind that we cannot put in a box and that cosmic creative life force so kundalini but it yeah kundalini shakti um Divine intelligence. It's just, yeah, aligning to that and allowing that to shape how life can be. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was really hard to explain, honey. I'm so oh my sorry. God, I'm Babe, I with love that. the whole
0: time. I'm like, I'm hanging on to every word here. I'm frothing. Like, <laughs> this is what people I- can have. And it's like we've been told that we can't. We've been told over and over again that we can't have this. And I know for a fact that I've definitely like my life is in pure bliss right now of every level, but it's been showing me since I had the activation as well, areas where like, okay, sweet, this is your fear. Cool, overcome it. And then I just lean in trust and then it's just like ten. it serves me tenfold. I'm like, holy shit balls! All I did was just trust and but no, I think the biggest thing is like for the first time in my life and these words are so potent to me is that it is our birthright to feel pleasure and that is not what we are taught we are taught that we have to earn pleasure Mm. and we have to earn it from the get-go and like we're put in schools to then be trained up for getting a job and we're five years old at the time like it's like for fuck's sake and then we're trained up to get a job and then we have to earn money because then we have to pay for things just to live in our survival and realistically like like who even came up with these concepts? Like, I, and it, that's how we're all drilled mm. into us. And then it depending on, normally if you get in a room with people and you ask about how they were brought up, money wise, they will. Ninety-five percent of people in that room will say that it was a scarcity, scarcity, however you say. It. Like it was just like that was the theme in their family home, mm. and so you're pushed into doing these jobs because it's survival. And you need to pay rent, and you need to do this, and oh, you need to do that, money. and the need, yeah. like, And that's where a lot of it comes from. And so, yeah. not like you know, to if I, I, what you said before, you're like you know, if we were all doing this, and I sort of like, yeah. Some people would want jobs, right? But some, my friend who is a comedian, he's like, what happens if we all did live in our dharma? Like we were all living our purpose and we all wanted to do these crazy things. Would we have the guy who actually wants to clean the toilets? And do we need that person? And it really made me think on this deeper level. I'm like, oh, like, is that part of our societal thing need is like we like they need to condition us to be desperate for money because we need the people to be doing the things that other we wouldn't necessarily it might not be someone's dharma to clean toilets you know Mm. like so i was just like questioned that and i was laughing and i'm like "Mm, that's such a good way to pitch it Mm. but it's like if you if we were more open To, like, for example, you, if you didn't listen to the calling, like, I want to be activated right now. Now I feel so fucking empowered. And even since then, I'm like, I'm so in touch with my Dharma and I know that I want to be. I know that I have to be like behind the microphone and I'm like wow this is so in tune and in depth and I'm like yeah, oh, you're vibing
1: girl, girl you're vibing yeah. about this mic, even you are in the dharma <laughs> right now <Yeah>. honey boo
0: <laughs> thank you babe, I love you in my activated <laughs> apartment I'm just frothing on live I'm like oh with so the, the pictures on my fridge with this beautiful 30th cake that had mushies on it yes, and it was just so yeah What like the last two weeks have been so fucking wild and the fact that you are gifting people the ability to be in their dharma. I just can't really believe it. I'm just like, this is so crazy because all the things you have and you said, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, but that's you. You've done all this work and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's your your that's your. I did the work for can't. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you and you, and I'm like, way. you can you literally. Don't be scared when I say
1: I went to temples, I went to Egypt on my own. You did not have to go to no. Egypt by yourself.
0: I've had it. I went to <laughs> Fragley Hall in Burley next to a bowls club and we were in lingerie <laughs> and just fully being activated. I risked my life, my 22-year-old yeah. life. You guys. <laughs> exactly, like, I'm like basically sign the fuck up because this you can have this in one workshop like I was literally like this wasn't even that expensive I'm so confused what like what the fuck about his witness like I was trying to explain it to people and like it was so empowering and full on like my body was going through full body activations and orgasms and like releasing this shame and I was I was having. When you came around, like the biggest thing I was having was all these flashback memories to shame I'd felt around pleasure Mm. as a kid and like, and just growing up in general and every single moment. And it was shedding that it was like getting rid of those conditionings because it was like, that was such a big thing for me. Like, you can't feel pleasure. Like, it's just like, it felt like it was a crime. And so I think that a lot of us are living with that. And the biggest one that I really like pick up on and think that like the reason what everyone needs to be taught these practices is because it sounds so outrageous, right? imagine like even my mother's generation hearing like, okay, cool, we had a full body uh, activations, which included orgasms. Like that just like triggers people. They're like, what the fuck? No. And then my pitch is, oh my God, imagine if I knew this at 15 years old and was activated at 15 years old. That would probably scare generations that are older than us being like, Mm. oh, well then you'd just be some hoary little slut sharing your energy. Mm. And like, it's actually the opposite because one of the things that I came to you and said what I wanted to work on that evening was like knowing that my partner, he gives me so much validation. He fucking, you know, couldn't froth me more, but we'd been living together and he can't froth me 24-7. He's got to do his work, got to do things. And I was noticing that I wasn't then feeling fulfilled. And so I was like, oh, this is me. I need to desire myself. Like I have blocks within myself where I'm not desiring myself. Like what is that? And when I came to the activation, I was able to work through all of those blocks. And that was so fucking empowering to see it I literally saw them come through they were totally unconscious before then some of those memories some of them I knew but some Mm. of them I didn't and you what you held space for was fully shedding that shame which were the physical limitations I was having in my body and then I was starting to feel pleasure come through and I was like oh my god without Mm. guilt without shame without those blocks and that is so empowering to myself now but also my 15 year old self Because it's sacred energy, sexual energy, sacred sexual energy. And then you know it's sacred and it's mine and I feel fulfilled. So a big thing that I did growing up and what I realised I think in twenty end of 2020 was I would sleep with guys – hey mom out there but like I would get with guys to feel connection because I didn't have any physical affection in my life so like if I wanted a hug this is fully subconscious unconscious stuff but I would then you know feel fulfilled from getting sex because then it would come with the the snuggle Mm. and that's fucked that's me handing over my sexual energy that's fully me abandoning myself Mm. like that's not what i want at all and like since being in this partnership it's so sacred and mm-hmm. since doing the activation i feel so much like i can give that to myself and so yeah. much more whole like there's not a fucking chance in the world right after the activation but even knowing logically prior to the act- activation but physically for the embodiment that i would ever hand over my sexual energy to someone who wasn't worthy of it and it, and it didn't light me up and didn't fully turn me on and a full Turn on and a full fuck yes takes like a full connection, firstly, but at least like 40 minutes of like you know being fully with somebody, yeah, in that sexual energy. And that's probably someone you're already fully connected with mm. entirely. And that's not what's happening when people are just like, Oh, yeah, go get a one night stand. Like you know, mm-hmm. and that, and I'm not saying it's anything against that whatsoever. I'm simply just being like, how much of that is our conditioning? For for me, it was needing physical affection and wanting something completely different than having sex, but doing that just to get something else and just like kind of just, I just didn't take it. It wasn't sacred to me, and mm-hmm. it's such a sacred thing. The fact that when you have sex with somebody, you can literally bring another human into the world. It is fucking sacred, and yeah. we need to be coming back to that. We need to have things that make our body know that, like, mm. and this is it. And the fact that you can just do this in Fradley Hall—it's just fucking my mind <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
1: yeah, it's beautiful. I've I've had I've had women tell me that after going to a, a activation. By the way, with the activation, you're not even being touched by no. Me. It's it's, it's this is a full energy work. So the kundalini is it's an energetic transmission that combines sacred sexuality. Shakti energy, which comes from the earth, pure life force that comes from the earth, that's in all the elements. It's it's what it's a um, it's a force of creation. So that combined with Christ consciousness, and when a woman, when a man or a woman receives this, they and along with so in the activation, I'm just guided to share words of. Um, It's encouragement. It's permission slips. It's helping you to come back into your ability to just receive what's available within you and all around you, which is that cosmic life force intelligence that that we all came from. It's coming home to not just our bodies, but it's it's our cosmic essence. (laughs) I also think it's our cosmic essence as Mm. as um, yeah, having a a soul, having knowing that. I mean, from, from my perspective, everything is energy. So the fact that people can have a full body orgasm without being touched, without being penetrated, it just oh. shows us who we are in our essence. We're energetic mm. beings. We're spiritual beings in our essence. So it, it is, it is bringing, back, bringing that back into a person's field and helping them to remember that. And I think that does bring a level of sovereignty within your sexuality, within your pleasure, no longer needing that validation. Also feeling a deep sense of connection with everything mm. around you not just yourself and not just with another human when you're in the presence but also feeling that connection to like the higher creative force that that um that has that birthed everything so it's coming home to the cosmic room of of um of creation
0: so what was the question <laughs> I know, oh my god i yeah wow it's so true like and that's the thing when that needs to be explained it's like you don't touch us. There's no like we talk about just having full body orgasms, but it's not. There's no. You might be thinking, are they having a big yeah. orgy? What's yeah, going yeah. on? Oh no, my god! Literally,
1: every woman is in their own field, their yeah. own. Their, uh, they're just deeply connected with themselves, and then they open up to connect with something beyond them that's sacred, that's divine. At the same time, allowing the sacred sexual energy to flow throughout the entire body. Our sexual, our sexual energy opens up our field to receive. It opens up our field. And it also allows anything that's stuck to, to begin moving. So stuck mm. trauma, stuck limiting yeah. beliefs, um, stuck pain, stress within the body. Some people can heal injuries or have like more movement in their body after being stuck and locked up for so long because they're, they're allowing – once you release the shame around sexuality and you allow yourself to see your sexual energy as a healing force, then it you give it permission in the, in the space to move through you mm and move throughout you and work through you how it needs to work so that you can come into optimal well-being again. Mm. And that's what sexual energy is. It's deeply healing. It's mm. it's intelligent. Within, within the Kundalini, I give people the permission to allow themselves to be moved by their sacred sexuality it's different it's not you getting your head and being like okay now I need to assert it or use it in a certain way it's like no how can I surrender to it and let it move me yeah and then you're being made love to (sighs) and then you come into inner tantric union yeah and that's all happening within this space of you being with yourself being with other women I'm going to be offering it for men and women collectively in in the same space I used to offer it men separately, women separately, but I actually feel like we need to come to a place where we can be safe together, mm-hmm. where we can be in this divine state of embodiment together, not just separating, not just feeling as though you're only a safer woman. You need to feel safe with your partner as well within this mm-hmm. energy and other men too. And we need to learn how to honour it and see it as sacred. And the only way we can reprogram how we see sacred um, sexuality and how we see and perceive sexuality is when we witness it in a temple, in a safe space and witness it for its essence without any of the manipulation, without any of the penetration. It is just pure energy and allowing it to do its thing. So when you're in a space with men and women, it's going to start to shift the collective mindset around it. So that's my intention with
0: bringing it to men and women in, in the same space. And I will be there. Sign <laughs> up. I've already told John <laughs> to get about it. I'm like, we're going to this. It's. In, I was like, it's in December. Like, I'm locked in. I don't yeah. care what else is on. We're going. <laughs> I'm so excited. And yeah, what you said about uh, it is. It's, it's sexual energy is heals trauma, and it, I've witnessed it and I've been part of it because a while ago I was working very closely with someone who has so much feminine healing, like powers. She's just. Ex- stream she's a, like I've learned a lot from her and she physically helped me a lot and she could put me into a trauma release I don't know if you've ever done this but your legs go together and you're in this spot where you're kind of like holding yourself and you start to then shake and then what happens initially is like you start to like really go through the trauma sort of starts to come out and you're like totally surrendered but you're shaking and it's like I you'll see little flashbacks from like this life past lives all these things and you're just like it's like quiet it's like an exorcism. But then eventually it turns into full sensual sexual embodiment and it's a direct link because you're releasing all that trauma and what's underneath is the healing energy of the sexual and sensual energy that comes through and then that's just holding a space. And it was one of the most full-blown like shocking things I've ever experienced so I think going into the activation I'd had this background knowledge of this physically and it, it was so full-on because I was like when it first happened I was just like looking at it, we're laughing and I'm like I'm on a roller coaster and I was like could not stop laughing because all the sudden my body went wow. from being like and then just being like whoa I'm now like slowly essentially grinding the ground to the beat of the music and my hips were like and I was just watching my body it was like I was on this Roller coaster, and I could not stop laughing because I'm like, What the fuck? How is this connected? Like, they've never told us this, they never would tell us this because we're so deeply ashamed for the other side of things. And then we have so much trauma around sexual energy just being in this world. Like, we've normalized things like porn, all these things. Like, we're living in a society that is not supporting this and is not would not support like okay yeah sensual sexual energy that heals trauma that's like where you should go like no one's doing that yeah. but it's such a direct physical link and you say you get lighter fucking oath and i've done so much work on myself the last few years and i've seen results right but mm-hmm. like the results the instant results you get from going to a kundalini activation <laughs> no words no words <laughs> like it's so power it's direct like you don't have to go through all these hard things and like mm. talk therapy and all these stuff like that like you can physically just release it by surrendering and have yeah. that direct like you because I've done so much work on sh- you know getting to know my limiting beliefs and learning about that unconsciously and subconsciously and what's the story behind it and all these things and it's like all of a sudden and even with all that work I couldn't do the believe and receive that was mm. coming into manifesting but instantly go to your activation. And I'm sure it was all the other things that I've done as well that have helped embody it, but like so direct. Mm. Like that is such a powerful skill you have that I just can't even fathom. Like it's just, it's so, like it, the fact that you can give that to people, like and go past years and years worth of healing is just like, it's just beyond me. <laughs> I think it's, um,
1: it's, it's, it is a quantum shifting, a quantum jumping tool because we yeah. work on the energetic realm and if we can let go of the mindset that time is linear mm. and that we are one-dimensional beings, if you can allow yourself to believe that we are multidimensional beings, the power of the mind is that whatever you believe in, it's going to prove that to you. So if you allow yourself to believe that time is not linear and that we are multidimensional and then you go into a space of energetic healing, the healing will... Of course, it can shift timelines and it can quantum leave you. But it, it starts with a choice. It mm. starts with a choice and a willingness to, even if you let go of it, for even if you just experiment with, what if in this moment I let go of it and I give myself this experience of letting go, of, of um, allowing myself to connect to my energetic body, the energy body doesn't, it's not restricted by time and space. It can... It can move into all these different dimensions. It can time travel. It's, it's not – the only thing it's restricted by is, is our mind and our imagination. Yeah. And that is the creative being that we are. We are creative gods and goddesses. We get to play. So the Kundalini activations, it's also reminding you of that as well, that we're multidimensional. dimensional because people around us you see people having these energetic experiences beyond the physical body and and it's just reminding
0: our, ourselves of our power as well yeah yeah you beyond our physical realm and i've seen that as well like i've seen what's coming to mind is like i've would not have remembered this whatsoever but I'm like wow that was a powerful moment we used to just talk light language and when you just trust in light language and you just let flow which is a form of full-blown surrender the only other time I've seen it recently it was at your activation was everyone was doing light language yeah. I was doing it before <laughs> it's just like tap into this language you got in there and just yeah. let flow just like you know trust and this girl my friend where she was tapped into her light language and then she started to like close her eyes and see something she must have gone to her third eye chakra we're just sitting around a tree in the afternoon and she went into this egyptian temple and she explained all these things that took place and she was there and it was like i i I watched her go through it on in this realm but then (laughs) then she came back and she's like whoa and she like explained it and it's like i believe every word she said But the thing is knowing and being open-minded to go there. If you were like go to an activation or you go to anything and you're like I'm an atheist, I don't believe in things, I'm this, this is my rigid way of being and I'm not going to be open-minded, you're not going to have at all the same effect that like someone like myself is because I'll go to anything that someone Mm. says is healing and be like fully open to that experience changing my life because I fucking want it to and I've worked hard and I want to heal and I'm Mm. so – prepared and, and if you can give me a fucking shortcut of healing i will take it like i will fucking take it and grab it by the balls and do it like yeah. and this is it's just being open-minded and trusty and believing and yeah i think so th- people could go to your thing and just be not willing to surrender at all but you go to anything and you're willing to surrender and let that be an opportunity that fast tracks you and to where you want to be and the healing you want to uncover like it's so potent and mm. everything that I shared that I was like oh like I didn't really think about it beforehand but when I got there I was like yeah these are the things I want to work on this is what's been coming off in my life recently like yeah and been trying to get to pleasure has been a big one and it's like I'm so restricted and I'm working on it day by day but fuck it's slow and painful and instantly I was relieved of all of these things and it hasn't been without like testing and resilience right I've had to continue to trust and had like been triggered in ways that how I guess are the conditionings they are the limitations and they've shown up but then I've just been able to shed them by being like no I'm in
1: and like yeah.
0: it's that's you I just can't believe it. Because when <laughs> you do get this gift of being able to fast track your healing for someone like me, and I'm not being a victim in any circumstance, but I fucking worked hard at that. Like I've dedicated a lot of time to healing in any way possible. And it's such like I the gratitude I have for it is so empowering. Like it's just fucking like i just don't have the words. I'm like, you've changed my life through. And but you did that because you trusted, and you're following your journey and your dharma, mm. and that's where the courage lies. Yeah, thank you, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, like beyond words, there needs to be a new word for thank you because it's like wow, like it's it's so powerful. Mm. Uh, the the intelligence of of the
1: kundalini often shows a person where they're at, and I find that. Um, whatever needs to be released for them to get to where they, they want to align to and where the soul wants, to, wants them to align to, it will often come up as a realisation in the mind that was stuck in the unconscious. So you had a realisation of, of what, what you were holding on to that you didn't realise. Unconsciously, there's memories around shame coming up. Mm. That's, that's a pretty common um, experience in Kundalini activations, but I think, again, it shows us how intelligent our bodies are. Mm. How intelligent our sexual energy is—it shows us things. We just have to surrender to it, just like how we surrender to our partner in lovemaking. We can also surrender to our own, to this life force that that it, that wants to flow through us, um, that wants to purify and cleanse us. And a way that people can get out of the mind if they do have restricting beliefs around energy or how healing can take place yeah. i take people through the kundalini yoga in the beginning yeah because a lot of that it helps people to get out of the ego and it eradicates the ego so by the time you receive the personal transmission that i have which i i give everyone my personal transmission where everyone watches me mm-hmm. um having a full kundalini activation um by that time, you're open. Your field's open after the yoga, and you're ready. Mm. You're, you're you're out of your mind, and that's and that's why people were able to receive it. And then have they might have a very similar experience because they've they've actually the process of getting out of the mind is a deep ceremony, and it has to be done. Um, it has to be done with so much intention. With yeah, so I put so much love into it. I have so much the prayers, the opening, the honouring, the worshiping, the music, um. The candles that everything is to help you get to a place where you can receive fully, where you can drop into your feminine. <sighs> so there's a lot to it. And yeah. when, if you ever want to have a similar experience at home, do something that gets you out of your mind and set that sacred space and you'll notice that your kundalini will activate more easily as well because yeah. it is a range of creating that. How would you honour yourself as a goddess? How would you set up the space knowing that you are a goddess? Yes. How, yeah. How 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 would you come come about life and and prepare for sacred lovemaking and knowing that the goddess wants to make love to you. It it is in the beginning it's so important to um yeah set it up properly so your ego doesn't have much room to try and get distracted or get in the way again. So oh. yeah, we did go on a journey. We went on a it, it was Such a journey. It's, it's a journey of the, the yoga. It's the 20, 20 30, 30 minutes of yoga and and um yeah tantric yoga kundalini yoga breath work chanting it's a whole bunch of things to get you out of your head yeah yeah keep getting out of your head whatever it takes get out of your head do the breath works do the practices that allow you to drop into your body and when you're in a space of receptivity when you're out of your head that is when you want to put the juiciest things you can put into your field Because it's going to seep in. It's going to seep in because there's no layer. There's no glass ceiling of the ego. Yeah. Um, And and you'll be able to quantum leap into the timeline that you want. That's a quantum (sighs) leaping tip for anyone that's watching or listening as well.
0: Oh, my God. And it's so true. It's just like take away all those limitations, which is in the ego. And then you're going to fully believe and you're going to fully trust and just like bring anything that you want into that mindset and that's when you'll be able to fully manifest because you're, you, you're so in your goddess. And, you know, I was like, I'm a goddess, I'm a goddess, and I said it a million times, but like I fully am embodied when you said it before, I was like, I feel that. I can feel that, yeah, and that's because you got activation. out of your head. Yeah, you, you destroyed
1: your ego. We destroyed our egos yeah. in the preparation of receiving Kundalini. Because by the time you were in the receiving mode, and you were rec- and I was putting the affirmations of "You are worthy," "You are enough," mm. "You are um, worthy," your, "Your pleasure is your birthright." It was landing and you felt it because mm. you gotta have your ego first. Yeah. So apply that to
0: life. Oh my god. Apply oh. that to
1: life and watch what happens.
0: Yeah. And a big one for me leading up until last weekend, which is the weekend after we had the activation, was like I did not feel worthy of being celebrated for my birthday. Like or being celebrated in general. I was just like, This is fucking stupid. Like I haven't achieved anything. I'm you know, like my limitations were strong to the point where like Jonty had to organize my birthday thing. I wasn't even re- Replying in a group chat about my own birthday, like, did not reply, like, agreed out of like just being like fully resistant. But yeah, and I was being told I'm worthy and all this, but I was just like, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, I was watching myself being like, I've done so much work around these things. This is ridiculous. M, like, what is going on? So I was just leaning and being like, I know I have to go and have to do this, but like, I can't see myself moving towards a place where I feel worthy. And in yes you opening me up and like the kundalini activation with the yoga the chanting like dropping all that ego and then me shedding the shame and you dropping in and saying those words to my subconscious unconscious conscious state and <laughs> being like when i'm at my rawest and most purest and exposed being like you're worthy it actually fucking worked it was like <laughs> literally just dropped it inside my core and like then just sewed me back up again and then moved on and like I like was so open and I was so grateful and everything since then has been happening. And it's like, yeah, that was the big one for me, like feeling worthy of being celebrated or just worthy in general. Like I had, I was so aware of it that it was happening, but I'm like, fuck, I have, I don't know. I don't have the tools to just overcome this instantly. And you did, you held that space. And a big one for that, like all six of us who were there had different goals that night. Every single person left fully satisfied and (laughs) a whole they left as a goddess and you created that but the biggest thing as well is like just like when you're making love to your partner as you said you to fully surrender for a woman you have to have safety and security you can't have it without that otherwise you're not fully surrendering because we're animals in our primal state we're not going to surrender when we don't feel safe Mm. it's just not possible and you create the safest space give full permission But the key is, and that I brought up earlier, is you give the evidence. You're just in the orgasm showing us (laughs) the full embodiment. And like, it's the most vulnerable, outrageous, beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like I'm like, are we going to get kicked out of here? I feel like the police is going to come or we to get locked up for being witches. I'm like, oh my God. And you watch it and I'm just like, I want that. I fucking want that. I want that noise to come out of my mouth. I want that little emotion. I want, oh my God, like I just want everything about what you're doing and I want that. And that's when we go back to our spots and we're just like, it's like, uh, for me personally, I was just like, I'm ready. I'm ready to shake it out, do whatever I need to do because I want that. I fucking want that. And I saw it with evidence, which like, makes it so different right because Mm. like we can say you know you can have heaven on earth you can have all these things but when you see someone who's doing it or you have someone in your life doing it that's when you're like oh it's fucking possible and that's why they say to surround yourself with like the best people like because then you're going to eventually become them because you're seeing day by day the evidence of them living their best life and you're knowing that it's possible and that's what you do. And I think that's such an important thing because so many people, I guess you could go in and be like, I'm going to hold the space for this, talk about it, do whatever. But when you showed us, that was like, oh, my God, this is fucking possible and I want it and I'm going to have <laughs> it because this is she can teach it to me. Yeah. And I think that was the big powerful one for me where my body was like, my, I felt my body be like going to a state it's never gone into. It was like this is possible. I'm pretty sure my <laughs> vagina was tingling. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so good, so good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is vulnerable, but it feels good. I, it's, it's, it feels right to be vulnerable in in life.
0: Fucking earth. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Outrageous. It can be
1: uncomfortable, but it also we gotta get we gotta get used to being vulnerable in life. Yeah, because yeah, that's the only way we're going to be able to be our full selves. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of vulnerability is. This like I've got a, oh I've got you god, in my so life great. now I've got
0: sisterhood and I've Yay. met so many amazing people through my Kundalini activations. Oh my! God, I can imagine because they're all just like goddess, get here. I love you, and you and you've enlightened them. Like oh my god, yeah. I've just it's just been the ripple effects of meeting the
1: people that have showed up, and then it's yeah, it's been it's been a big gift. Like it, I've and yes, it does require a lot of vulnerability, mm. but the same thing happens to anyone in that in the space then bring bring the that state of awakened pleasure into their lives and they have the courage to be vulnerable and go for what they want in life. Mm. The same thing has happened to them. I've just been watching it. I mean I I I live on the land that I live on, it, it actually came through from someone that attended a um, a Kundalini activation. And I've been watching her journey and it's like, yeah, now she's also quite vulnerable in life too. Like she is showing up and creating content and showing up in ways that is really vulnerable. But because Mm. of that, it's opened up a whole bunch of other doors. Yeah. And that's the power of vulnerability. Yeah. So we, so another permission slip.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the power of vulnerability is something that I really like. I've, it's, it's, Brene Brown says it it's it. Amazingly, that it is courage, right? But it's like so much more than that as well. It gives people the permission slip to have their own vulnerability. It opens people up to like saving the world in so many ways because for you, it's like, imagine logically telling someone like, oh, mom, dad, this is what I'm going to be doing for a job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not a fucking chance for it. Like you just, you following your Dharma was vulnerable. You going to Egypt was vulnerable. There's so many steps of vulnerability that you took, let alone the space you hold when you are showing us your full orgasm, like that is so vulnerable. Yeah. And for me, like I've since doing this podcast, like each week it's been really big because I'll have what I call, and Brene Brown even says it, it's like vulnerability hangovers. And people have been like to me, like, "Well, does it have to be that though? Or can you like change it into like this beautiful thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it. Oh, that's true. It is great. There's so many amazing things. Like I know that if my podcast can help." one person see you know want to go to have a kundalini activation anything that's worth it to me i'm not saying it's not worth it but i am saying that when i speak on here and i share things like i used to have sex because i needed connection that's fucking that's my full-blown unconscious thing that i felt shame around doing that as a Like when I had that realisation, I went into a fucking hermit womb and I was like, oh my fucking God. Like there was so much shame and like sadness for my younger self that came through and sharing that is just like it's it's, it's vulnerable it's exposing myself it's like but so you're gonna have this backlash where I thought your body goes whoa 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 which is all it really is is the primal state of like fuck will I be kicked out of my tribe because that's outside the box that's not you know like that's something that someone's gonna like maybe judge you know that's not normal it's out there like all it is is that and our body having to shake it out and just like we were like when we shake it out with like any sort of practices that are fully embodied the feminine it's like you you know you need to get it out of your system and that's why like we don't dealing with things well in society because we don't have these practices where like for anger we need to shake it out like we need to move the body needs to come out mm. and when you have these practices like you were saying mine was really like i have very big like physical releases whenever i do healing so my like activation it was very like rah, like it's just so primal I'm like you know but we i need that because that's shaking out the trauma from my system mm. there's no way I can just talk that out because fuck mm. me I talk a lot but like it just it's not gonna work but you have to hold space to that and then to move into that sensual embodiment fuck it's just it's so incredible and for you like in order to do us to get to that stage the reason why we go there is because you're so vulnerable in lying there and showing us how it's done and that right there is just like, I don't know who else is doing it in yeah. life. I've never seen anything like that. When you did that mm-hmm. in front of me, my body was like, holy fucking shit balls <laughs> Like, I was like, I was tapped into my old witchy past life or something. Cause I was like, I'm like, We've, I haven't seen this in this lifetime. Are we gonna get in trouble? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And like, that right there is mm-hmm. like, sis, that is a gift to the world. And the fact that you're doing that, I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to see it. I'm so grateful I get the opportunity to hold space for it. And I'm so fucking beyond grateful that Kia gave it to me like no better present like (laughs) to give someone an orgasm for their 30th right next to each other beautiful bonding but like that I that I had this experience and it didn't pass me by in the timing like to have that a week before my 30th and just I've been it was a really big thing for me because when I was 27 I woke up in rehab for my birthday and I was like you know, it wasn't like, I was like, this is an opportunity. Like I'm not victiming it at all. Like I'd been in there for a while at that stage, like doing the work. And it was one of those things where I like had to have a goal that like made me feel a little bit like, okay, like, okay, cool. You don't have to do this forever. But I was like, you've got to do it till 30 M. You've got to do 1% a day mm. and show up. And like, all I was chasing was a feeling of pleasure, embodied pleasure to feel like, okay, sweet, I'm fucking here. Like I can feel it, right, without like that limitation that I spoke of. And I was so close to my 30th a week beforehand. was the Saturday beforehand, like like actually celebrating. And I was like, I'm not fucking there yet. Like what is going on? Like I just want to feel like pleasure. I want to be able to like experience life and not feel like there's this big block in front of me. Mm. And your practice got me there. And so it was a really pinnacle time and just like again something that you can't explain because obviously I'd brought it into my system like I knew that this is what I wanted I asked for what I wanted to work on and I believed that I could have it and then I got the gift of going and showing up because Kia is is your connection and that right there is like it's just unexplainable it's the divine working its power and bringing two goddesses together yes I can say that now and yeah enabling us to like both be activated and me to hopefully hold space for you and you to most definitely have held space for me and my beautiful home now that I can even look at it and be like, I fucking love it. And, yeah, I just – you're what you're doing and what you're gifting the world is so fucking powerful, and I'm so, so grateful for you. So thank you for being here this evening and gifting my beautiful home with your
1: presence. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and it's just been divine grace having you in my life and giving me this feedback and reflections. It's It's been a gift to just inspire me to keep going and to keep – sharing it and to keep yeah being in, in the flow of it it's yeah you know when when you when you told me um i i need to get out there more i i need to focus on it more it's it was it was a gift it, it was an absolute gift for you to remind me of that and i need all the reminders that i can have because every day the ego's there every day there's you know there's there's always this there's, there's always a it's it's a beautiful dance between how much can I surrender, and then and then also sometimes contracting, being like, I want to play safe, like, and then I, w- I want to stay comfortable, and then not I'm ready to expand. But it's amazing, it's amazing how like you are an example of how when we take one step towards our our path, and what brings us a sense of empowerment and aliveness and embodiment the universe brings more support and you've been my support
0: in that. So thank you so much. Oh, babe, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. The, that, when you were speaking just then, I had a full body, like full circle moment and the powerful word is grace. And, like, I don't – never knew why, like, I got it tattoo. Like, I went and got my first tattoo off a whim when I got rejected from rehab. I was 45 kilos and I was just like, this is rock bottom. I can't believe I'm 26 years old and this is my situation what the fuck I need to imprint this in on me that I'm not coming back here and I'm doing the work to get out of it because I wasn't I was like instant gratification all the way bitches and I got away with that for a long time but I remember I like went and got a tattoo literally drove there and yeah I had got grace and it's the unami symbol to enlightenment I was always like Mm -hmm. enlightenment is grace it's this feeling of grace I don't have it whatsoever but that is the goal Mm -hmm. and that is what I have felt for the last couple of weeks so you have quite. Literally gifted me with that like I guess you've gifted me with the portal to it like that time like that linear timeline where it's like doesn't matter and I'm just straight there and I'm feeling it and I'm worthy of it and that's so even for me to speak that is so vulnerable in itself because like we're brought up being like you know that would be seem like you're up yourself but to be in this position where I can fully say that, fully own that, and you speak about grace and I'm like shivering. I'm being like, wow, this is a full circle moment for me and I've arrived. And I've arrived thanks you've
1: to your grace. Oh you are God. an embodiment
0: of grace. And you imagine all the grace you have be giving people
1: through this this beautiful portal. So thank you for yeah, allowing yourself to embody that and stepping into be love, be in the divine love that you are, honey. So thank you.
0: Oh, I love <laughs> you so much. Thank you for starting my 30s, like going into the Happy 30s. Birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Ah. Happy like in the most divine way possible like honestly like you've just you've given me the gift of life and living and that is something that I haven't had for fucking probably not this lifetime there's just so many conditionings and I overcame so many so we're gonna have to wrap this up but obviously you're gonna be hearing from us again at some point on some platform because I have so many more questions to ask firstly Egypt where is it happening right now but I could not recommend any of your workshops enough I will be taking John to the couples one I will be doing anything you host because I'm like even just before like we did what how long was that 20 minute activation or like we were just flowing it was I'm so it's like I can see clearly now and feel clearly and I'm so within my body and this is something that a lot of people need access to and it doesn't have to be hard but it's because you're offering it and I could not recommend working with Susan enough because like this is is something that everyone is so worthy of in their life like we are so worthy of our birthright which is pleasure and mm. i recommend every single person to drop the fucking ego drop the conditionings and judgment that this is like some orgy because it's not at all <laughs> but it's like it is full body pleasure which Internal is orgy. <laughs> yeah exactly it, like eternal in... orgy with with god with the divine with yes. mother earth with
1: christ consciousness and your own sex it's it's Yeah, it's internal explosions, right? So,
0: yeah,
1: you could not put it better. Thank you, honey. Oh, I
0: love you so, so, so freaking much. And I will have all your details in the show notes. And Yay. I can't wait to share this online. <laughs> You're the, the best person ever. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you so much for having me. Love you so much. Oh, thank you, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I do. And you gain a whole lot of pleasure because I have. If you made it this far, Congratulations. You clearly learnt something, had a little giggle, or somewhat enjoyed yourself. So do us a big, juicy favor share this episode on your Instagram, tag Sheila's and Shenanigans, then pop on over to Apple Podcasts to give us a five star rating and an extra delightful review. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, big love to all my party people.